Welcome back to At the Heart of Art podcast. I'm your host, Pam Yule. Today's guest takes us across the globe to Sweden. She is a beautiful artist who has a lot to share about seeking our feminine. I never get through these introductions without messing up. Our f- about. <laughs> Let me try that again. She is a beautiful artist who has a lot to share about seeking our feminine energy in our art. Welcome, Lena Solga. Hello. Thank Did you. Did I say for that right? Here. Is it Solga? Yes, it is. It's perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you for coming. And with the time, you figured out the time difference for me and everything. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And thank you for having me. I slide into your DMs. <laughs> so it was really nice to be a part of your wonderful community. That's great. Yes, we do have a, a great community here. And, and I'm glad you found me because, uh, and I wouldn't have just taken you without looking. I looked at your art. Your art is beautiful. Your message is beautiful. And I definitely wanted to have you on. So I'm glad you, glad you found me. Okay, we always start with just what is your personal life like that helps us to know what you're balancing with your art time um, and how it affects your studio time. So tell us about yourself. Yeah, like I'm actually I'm very lucky because I only focus on my art. I do art full time, so I don't feel that I need to balance that much between art and my personal life. I have beautiful connections I have loving family and friends and I never felt that that was an issue Uh, and also I try to come always from very compassionate and balanced place when it coming to my time my energy and my boundaries and this is something I learned from my one of my closest friends actually because she is so good in setting lovely boundaries and she's so good at speaking about her time and energy management which has really inspired me so this is how I approach both my personal life and my business I try to be as transparent as I can so I never feel that I need to balance it because I'm very upfront and what I'm going through and I'm like okay do I have energy do I have space can I be loving can I be compassionate then I will give time and if I feel that I can't I'm like let me just get back to you and so both it's like how I approach my personal life is how I approach my business life and my art as well so I really like how how do I feel and what do I have time and energy for that's great okay Unfortunately, you were laid off for speaking your mind at work. Ultimately, it led to a breakthrough for you realizing you could create your own expectations for your life and your work day. So tell us about that. Yeah, that is so interesting because this is like, I'm still going through this. And this is why I realized like the reason why I speak so much about femininity is the what I have struggled in so much. And So what I can see is that we have so much structure in in life, in workforce, we attach um, value, like we attach money to value, work to value, your self-value. And something that I have struggled in the past was setting boundaries because like I come from being overachiever, people pleaser, because I thought like, let me just give, 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 give. And until like I'm breaking and it's like, I'm like completely exhausted. And I'm like, okay, this is not sustainable Mm -hmm. because I'm drowning. Like I'm getting sick. I'm getting different kind of like health issues, like physical and, and mental. And I'm like, this is unsustainable. I'm just falling apart. And when I realized like I had this pattern in like all my work, um, all my jobs. So even though that the job was different, the environment was different, but the issue was the same. It was always me, let me just prove my worth. Let me just do how much I can. Let me just work for three people, for five people, doesn't matter. And then I am so overworked and I explode and I lash out. And then I was like, okay, this is not healthy. It's not healthy for me and it's not healthy for other people receiving this. So 
the the breaking point was like one of my latest work when I was like I feel so bad that I need to like I need to look at this because now it's not one job it is several jobs so like when you start to see that pattern and you're like okay there's something wrong here Let, let's right. look at this um and so when I started to do that introspection and also when I started, like I came across actually another artist. Uh, her name is uh, Talia Stanton and she inspired me so much because I was like, oh my God, she's doing my dream. What I always wanted to do, but I was so scared of pursuing that. So I was just all over the place and I was doing everything that I was supposed to be doing, but not what I want to be doing. Yeah. And I got such a big slap in my face because it was like, <laughs> you're just living your passion. Right. You're just, you're just being the good girl following the rules, but you're just so miserable and seeing like having that wake up call from not feeling good and seeing somebody else living their passion. And like, it was such an eye opener. I'm like, Oh my God, I love the style. I love like the the whole aesthetics and she's doing it. She is doing it. And I'm like, but if she can, then maybe I can as well. And it was like that, that's how my journey started. I was, so it was like both, I was inspired and I was exhausted. I was like, I can't go back because I'm, I'm falling apart. Right. But also I was like, I, I know because I have seen a better way. And this is how I started to, to work because at that time I wasn't like diag diagnosed, but I think I had another burnout because for me getting back, it was so hard. And it, it was like, it is so funny when you are finally saying what you want, because I was so scared of saying what I want Yes, because I'm like, what if I'm going to fail? What if? what if like what if I'm not good enough and what if it's this it's just so silly and I was like so scared and like the more I started to talk about it the more I saw signs from like the, the external that was like yeah you should be doing this so this is so because we get connected through Lennon you had him on his podcast yes I accidentally like when I was like going through this I'm like this is what I want to do and then like just a couple of days, like his, I saw his video on TikTok where he was talking about like artists and having his coaching program. And I'm like, oh my God, but this is like, it resonated with me so deeply. Yes. And I had his coaching call and this is like, and this is like in his coaching, I really grew and I found my voice because at that time I was burned out. I was like, okay, but why do you make art? I'm like, because it's beautiful. It's like, but what is beauty? I'm like, but what do you mean what's beauty? Beauty is beauty. Like, I want to ask, make beautiful stuff. He asks really hard questions. He, he stumped me. On, on, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, if it had been video, you would have seen me blushing. He started, he turned the tables on me and started asking me questions and I panicked. <laughs> I, I heard good. that episode he's yeah. very good and like very compassionate as well but very yeah. good leader yeah. and I remember like I have such a performance anxiety I get so nervous speaking in front of people it was like the first coaching call and he completely called me out and I was so <laughs> nervous it's like but when you talk about beauty what is beauty to you and I'm like uh, I don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> So we, when we started talking, because I was burned out and I had my history, so it's like, okay, so maybe you're making art for people. Because I was so focusing on peace at the time. Like, I want to have that peace, that calmness, because I was so exhausted by this hustle culture. Like, I was mm -hmm. feeling so drained. And I'm like, this, it can't be the, the, live, the life. And I know that I'm not alone. I know so many people who I have seen that are going through the same thing. And I'm like, I hate this. 
So I was also like speaking from such passion, but I'm like, I want just people to chill more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was like, that's why how we started. And the more I was in his coaching pro- program, when I start to really reflect like my art, my expression, what I talk about, I'm like, oh my God, but that is, that is the feminine expression. Yes. I want, I want the softness. And also like how I make art, like the colors, the, the whole, the palette, the pastel colors, everything. I'm like, oh my God, this makes everything. It makes so much sense. Like the yes. whole grind and yeah. That's beautiful. I love it. I, I, I'm nodding along the whole time and people can't see me, but I'm like, I just so relate to what you're saying. It's so true. Um, okay. So since since you have kind of an open schedule do you make a schedule for yourself to do your art or do you have rituals or um for when you work or just kind of when the mood strikes I would say it's a mix of them too because like I am promoting so much balance and I have been so much in my masculine expression Mm -hmm. so I come from that really being like it has to be this way. And it's also like when I started to do art full time, I was still like, even though that like this work structure is unhealthy, I was still feeling so guilty. Like, oh, I don't I don't get up as early as I supposed to be. Um, and I do not work eight hours a day. And then like, what am I thinking about? Like, why? Like, why am I still stuck in this unhealthy mindset and system because the reason I wanted to get out so I still treat myself as this worker who needs to achieve and I'm like and this when the femininity comes like when I start to remove the must the should the structure when I'm like okay I can implement and mix them two together so I work from Monday to Friday. On weekends, I'm allowed to be with my friend, my family, friends, and just enjoying. But I still work Monday through Friday. I always get up early. And I like to go to the gym. Uh, and I listen to podcasts and different kind of information on this subject so I can get inspired by other people. And when it comes to my art, I really like... I like to transform and apply my personal struggles and how I can help people with their problems through my art and through my message. So especially like when I go to the gym, I really get into that inspired state when I also listen to other people that are a few steps ahead of me, like their perspective and how I can apply the things that I'm going through. And by working out, I really get inspired by that. So when I get home and like I take a shower, I eat, then I feel like ready to start creating either if I'm doing like painting or I'm doing some administration work. So that is my my structure, I would say. But I'm also very mindful of how do I feel. And I'm always like checking in with my body. Like, do I feel resistance or do I feel joy? So even within the workspace, I'm like, okay, what kind of task do I want to do? Do I feel the urge to paint? Because if I feel resistance, I'm like, no, it's not going to be good because I will push myself. Mm -hmm. So let me do something else. Do I need to rest? So And the thing is, like, when I allow myself to do what it feels good for me in the moment, it kind of works itself out. And I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And work doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like chore or something heavy because I'm in the flow. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I like that idea. Okay. Um, I want to, I'm skipping down my notes. You touched on femininity um, and you say it's not what we've been told. So tell us about femininity and masculinity um, energies. Yes, but I'm going to do a letter here now, like because I'm in this, I'm obsessed about this. So I know like my own perspectives, 
but I would be very interested for somebody who are maybe not in in that perspective perspective so before I give you my answer I would like to hear you what you have been told about femininity oh, what do you no. think this is about <laughs> oh yes <laughs> oh goodness um you know it's just pushed on us by imagery I think and advertising and media um that feminine femininity is young and beautiful and the perfect makeup and the the um in style clothing and um and I question that when I see people I this is random but it's what I'm thinking of um I think of people like Billie Eilish that are just very unconventional um that make us question what we've always seen as the norm for what beauty is she's a beautiful girl but she's very different um and um yeah i i i don't know femininity makes me think of women and masculinity makes me think of men which sounds very straightforward but um i was intrigued looking at your things, thinking about all of us having a feminine and a masculine side. Yes. Yes. I love, I loved your answer because that's what most people think. Yes. And this is what I was thinking when I was a teenager and I felt horrible, horrible because having this mindset is like saying, I need to be in a certain way to feel accepted, desirable, attractive, like wanted, and especially having that mindset that women are feminine and it's this expression. Mm -hmm. But how about other expressions then? Right. What does it say? Uh, and you, we can see masculine women and we can see feminine men. Like we have that. But it is still so not accepted like mm -hmm. I am um, a couple of like days ago I saw a video about a man and he was talking about a traditional African dress that <clears throat> because what he was saying as well is that we put gender on clothes mm -hmm. but in he was it, taking a traditional African dress as an example and saying like if you look at history, and I started to think like this as well, like if you look at history, heels was made for men by men. Pink was accepted in 18th centuries. It was like, but then the more we start to later, so it's like, it's something that we have made up. Like we mm -hmm. have made up colors. We have made up clothes. We like, we have made that structure and construct. But if you like if you look at at history it it, it wasn't like that mm -hmm. um yeah but it, it, this was just a detour but yeah like for me is like having this concept is like some of values are desirable and accepted and others are not desirable and accepted mm -hmm. and that is also extremely painful for individuals that are not in the norm like when you are not that traditional feminine woman or you're not that traditional feminine um, masculine man mm -hmm. but going back like because I work a lot with spirituality and I work with the sacred feminine and I work with energy types so to answer your question if you will look at masculine as an energy type it is the logical it is external it is something that creates space and so it is it is a physical expression and the feminine is the mystical it is intuition it is being present in your body is feelings um the unknown nurturing and all of those qualities are women's qualities mostly Men have them as well, but what it makes me sad, those qualities are so incredible, 
powerful, but we don't value them. And I think we don't value them is because we can't measure them. Mm. We can measure, like we can measure masculine expressions in more like, because it's logic and numbers, we have the metrics, but how can you measure intuition? How can you measure the unknown, the mystical? You can't measure that. So you don't understand that. So that's why you're like, ah, yeah, whatever. But it is such incredible power. Yeah. That's beautiful. And and you talked about we need a balance of both, whether we're male or female. Um, I, I liked that you talked about um, if we have too much of the masculine energy, then we don't get into our artistic endeavors but if we have too much of the feminine energy we don't get things done exactly like to see it yeah like to see it very simple is think of the feminine as chaos energy it is creative it's unpredictable you have like it is exciting but you have no idea what but at the same time that creative chaos energy needs to be sustained so the masculine is, it is the holder of the feminine. It is like the one that gives space for the feminine to come through. So when, for example, I operate with both energies all the time. Uh, when it comes for my business, I need to be in my masculine expression because I am the doer. Mm-hmm. The masculine is the one that is going out there and achieve stuff and make things done. So when I'm doing things, I'm a lot in like the masculine expression. But when I'm creative and and so the feminine is receiving, it's allowing things to come to you. You need to attract things. Is when I'm holding space, not holding space, it's when I'm leaning back and let things come to me. Mm. So that's why like we need to have both because both are so important. We need to make things done. We need to have that structure, but we need to also lean back and have rest, joy, play, interaction. For example, collaboration is a feminine expression when we help each other. The masculine is the one I'm going to, I'm going to go forward, but the feminine is like, yeah, but we'll see what's going to happen. So, Mm. and that's why, it's not about the looks going back again, like how you think about the feminine and the masculine energy. For example, if we think like, yeah, if, if the feminine is that physical expression, we have seen so many, let's say, uh, women who are completely looking like that feminine, perfect archetype, like with, with all the physical attributes. Right. But the energy is hard. She's stiff or moody. And you will not like she's cold, reserved. So you still don't see her as the feminine because all those qualities are within us. Mm -hmm. And we can use them and we can cultivate them and we can have balance between them and use them in our different endeavors. So and um, yeah, that's going back to what we talked about is that we all have that energies like when you start to really think about it and see how they are and we have them in nature and everywhere yes oh my goodness i love this okay um switching gears for a minute what is it like trying to make a profit at your passion does it ever make it feel like a burden it is so also so interesting like I don't want to look at it as I'm making profit because having, once again, having that chasing energy, Mm -hmm. it really repels because in the beginning, I was, of course, scared. It is scary being in the unknown, Mm -hmm. but also trusting in the unknown. So me working with the feminine expression is, Trusting in space, trusting in the unknown, trusting in the unfolding, because I can't rush time. I can't overdo, I can't overwork, I can't push my art or message onto people when they're not ready. The only thing I can do is just do me. 
and yes. allow things to come when they need to come. And that is hard. That is so hard. And yes. I was so scared. But the funny thing is when I just relax and let things go and let things flow, I received the, the support that I needed. Exactly when I need support, it comes. And it comes in various ways. Sometimes it comes with money and some it comes with, with gifts or other support from other people. But it's also so important to see that support. Mm-hmm. See, that is also, it's not always about the money. It could be that somebody is sharing the video or like I received um, a couple of days ago, I made a free digital Oracle deck that I just shared it. I'm like, it's free. It's for you to contact with your own intuition and your own voice. And I put a lot of thought and love into it. And just a couple of days, like my friend, she's like, oh, I, I just wanted to send you a gift. And I received a free Oracle from her, the one that I wanted. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, it is so beautiful. And just like be mindful and see those those signs. It could be something small. It could be something big, but that you're always it, it's always re- reciprocal. It, like yeah. when when you give, you get so yes. now, even though like I was very scared, now I'm trust in what needs to be. Yes. Trust the process. I always hear. Trust. the Yeah. Process. Okay. Tell us about your workspace. Do you have a, a studio area at home or um, where do you work on your art? I work in my apartment. So I live in the one bedroom apartment and I work and I work there. And uh, yeah, so I try to be as careful as possible, but I do have a funny story attached to it. Actually, I try to do a fluid technique. I try Uh to do something new. And then (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, the fluid technique, I want to try it. And I just put like a little bit like papers on the ground and then I put the fan and I had color everywhere. Like the paint on my couch, on my carpet. It is so <laughs> messy. It I, is I so a, messy. I did a workshop of it and I was afraid to ever try it at home because I got to see from that workshop how it went everywhere and they, they had garbage bags, tarps on the floor and Oh my goodness, buckets everywhere. Yes, I can't imagine doing that in your apartment. Yeah, yes, I still have a little bit of stains on the floor. I do have it on my <laughs> carpet as well. And I said to my mom, and I just like was in the beginning and I was so scared to tell myself as I'm an artist. It was like just in the early stages. And I'm like, mom, I have paint everywhere. She's like, well, you're an artist. You? I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> so that was, <laughs> that was introduction to being proof. an artist. Proof yeah, now. you're an artist. <laughs> you're legit. Okay, do you have any rituals? You you talked about this a little bit about exercising and what you do in the morning, but do you have any rituals for your creativity practices like candles, meditation, art journaling, things like that? Yes, I for me I always put on the music and the music it depends also what kind of mood I am either it's like more of a relaxing grounding music and it could be like more of indigenous tribal really like ancestral flow type of thing because it's that's why I like to create with my art and incorporate that in the message or I like to have more of, of techno sounds that gives me energy. But I really like to work with my body so I can dance a little bit or while I'm painting, I'm dancing. I really have to, like to get in that flow of movement with my body. And also I am obsessed by incense. Like I love them so much, I can't be without them. So for me, there is something with smelling I I really like to activate my five senses to have like, okay, it's beautiful. I get into the zone. I have my music. It smells nice. It's almost like getting into a trance. Like I'm prepared to put my energy through the canvas now and create something from that. Yes. I love that. I, I love to light candles. I haven't tried incense though. 
Um, but I like candles and turn on music and yeah, I, I'm all about the sensory experience too. Okay. We haven't talked about this. When did you begin your art journey? Have you always been an artist as a child or is it something that you came to later? I loved art. Oh, like since I remember, I think I was like, I was very, very young. I don't remember, but it was like before age 10, maybe seven, maybe eight. Like when I got asked, like, what is your dream? Then I said, I want to be an artist. Wow. Yeah. So it was very early, but also being an artist, it's not something that you are being taken seriously. Right. And the older I got, the more scared of, of, like I, I like uh, the, the fear crippled in because it's like yeah like really it's so so hard to do this and so I always drew and um, I did different kind of experience when I was young I was going to different kind of circles like it was pottery dancing I was dancing ballet and I was sketching and painting and all of those kind of stuff so it was something I always always loved and then in high school, I had made art major. But then when I was like teenager, yeah, I like, I didn't believe, like I was, I was scared. I, I had fear to, to have it as a, as a career. So instead, instead of that, I chose at that time, I thought was a safe way, which was a makeup artist. So I was like, okay, I can be a makeup artist. It's still going to be creative I can hold a brush I can hold a pencil I really wanted to work with fashion I have done so many photo shoots for free and then I was like I'm tired because you get very that's that's the sad part of being creative person you get exploited especially when you're young and you're eager to please and you're hard for you to set boundaries so I have done so many photo shoots for free and then I'm like, okay, I, I like, I need to get, I need to support myself. I need to have money. And then I went to retail business and I was working there. Um, and like now thinking back, I wouldn't change anything because I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't have the knowledge and the connection with people that I have now. So I'm very grateful for everything and all of my experience. But I really realized that retail is still a business. It's not as creative as you think. It is numbers and it's sales. And I was just, I felt like more of a seller at the mall. And mm -hmm. I'm like, thank you for this experience. I had such great insights, but this is not for me. Yeah. Yeah, that I, I have thought about that at times thinking make I love makeup. I'm such a makeup junkie. Um and I've thought when when a, a makeup artist is working on me doing like a makeover in the store, I th I think that seems so much fun. <laughs> so that's mm. interesting to hear that it's really about the sales um and probably probably more of a grind than a creative outlet. It is. I remember when we had like really the brand was popular. I had 40 customers a day and people were standing in line like I had to run just to go to the bathroom or to drink water. Mm -hmm. Like it was exhausting. So you, you, I felt like I was a machine and having yeah. like 40 customers a day, I can't be that personal with you. And if I have people asking me the same questions because like for you you're just like you have never asked that question again but for yeah. me you're like the 10th 20th 30th person in the in the day the asking the same question and then I'm like I feel like I'm completely doing the same thing and always repeating myself and it was so much about the trends Right. So I'm like, I can't be creative. Everybody wants the same thing. Everybody is asking the same questions. I, I was feeling more like a machine. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. What is, I, I don't know this. I've seen your art and it's beautiful, but I don't know what your medium is. And is it the same medium you've always worked with as an artist? Yes and no. So I always loved to paint with oil 
And this is what I was painting with when I was going to the art major in high school. But then I started to work as a makeup artist. And it's also like, it's really funny. It took me exactly 11 years to come back. So I haven't painted in 11 years. I was doing like artistic, like I, I was still holding a brush, but I was doing makeup. Then I was burnt out. I got, uh, I went to university and then I was hopping all over the place, working different, different kind of jobs. And then I came back. And the funny thing, I don't know why I didn't start to paint with oils. I, for some reason, I'm like, let me just try acrylics. And it was so hard. Some of my paintings, when I started to paint again, because it was like, it was like a reminder of getting to know an old friend. It's like, it's kind of there, but it's not there. So I was just trying to remember myself again. And I was painting with acrylic. And I got the hang of it. I enjoyed it. And I'm like, but well, why don't I paint with oil? Mm-hmm. And then I started to paint with oil. I'm like, now I remember. Now I remember, like, why didn't I, <laughs> why wasn't I doing this right away? Yeah. And everything just clicked. Everything just clicked. Oh, so now I like to paint, the backgrounds I like to paint with acrylics. And I like to use, like, on my latest paintings, I like to use palette knife. Because in that process, when I always start to paint, I never know what I want to paint. So here I'm just, like, I'm kind of just, letting it out there so just working with a palette knife and having some colors out there really gets me into the mood and then I can get a vision of what I want to transform the canvas and then I start to work with oil because I like I, I, I never thought of this of myself before this is something I realized when I actually started to paint I'm a very detailed oriented person like I can't let things go. Yeah. <laughs> so oil yeah, your work is, is very detailed. Thank you. Yeah. So and that's why oil is the perfect medium because acrylic they dry so fast. So right. I can't always go back and and do. So I like to work work with projects. Like if I paint a flower or like a hand or a part of the face, like I really want to get it done. So I work with oil because I can blend and I can do it. I'm like, okay, now I'm done. I can go to the next one. And with acrylics, I can't do that. And for me, like, if I feel I'm not done, (laughs) I will continue. I need to get in there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've been working with oils um, in an art school that I'm taking online and it's so different. And I found myself going back to acrylics because I'm so impatient with the process Mm. but it is harder you don't get the it's just totally different it's totally different effects and so I'm listening to you thinking I'm going to try that I'm going to try doing my backgrounds I I do um I like to do textured backgrounds um with modeling paste and stencils and things like that um but I could do that and still go back to the oil on top I hadn't really thought about that lately so you gave me an idea. I'm going to try that. Okay. Do you have a favorite work of art that you've done? Any that you refuse to sell or? I have one that I refuse to sell. I love all yeah. of them. Like they're all my favorite because everyone has a story. <laughs> like, yes. yeah, like the one, yeah. The one that accidentally threw the pain. I'm like, oh, it's this one. <laughs> and the other one is something else. So all of them are my babies. Um, and all of them are really hard for me to let go. But I have one specific that I will not sell. And that is one is actually how it started on my feminine journey. So I was journaling and this is something that came, that realization that came to me and something that I was in need of. And that was self-nurture to not rely so much on the external circumstance and validation, to look within, to take care of yourself, to not be so dependent on other people. And I saw like a vision because I was going through that pain and I did a lot of journaling and introspection. And I saw that vision of like a, like of a woman body 
that is connected to to ether like it comes like so there's like a light that comes comes through her and when she is nourished and fulfilled like she she emanates that light out and I, for me it was so clear that it's like it always starts with us to nourish ourselves to remember to claim that power back and then we can give and that for me is such a powerful painting mm-hmm. because it was through that like because the whole process is also a process for my own transformation because as I talk and create those painting and and tell this story this is how I learn at, together. So I'm always like with the viewer, like it's, if it's a new information, I'm like, oh, I just, I, just, I need to spread this. <laughs> so for me, like I'm really going with this together. And that painting is my start on my own feminine journey. So for me, it is my own reminder, my own token that you need to nourish yourself. It starts with you. What makes you happy? If, if you have space, how do you feel? How, what can you do with this time? How can you utilize? And what makes you happy? So this one is my ultimate baby. I will not, I will not get rid of oh. that one. <laughs> okay, I always ask, will you send it to me after after we're done so I can share it? Do you have a pic? Can you take a picture of it for me later? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, do, do you want to have a picture of, uh, because I do have pictures of it on my social media, but do you want to have a picture of like the whole painting or oh, what do you mean? E- either, either way. I just want to be able to share it on social media. So if, and you may have sent it to me, you'll have to tell me which one it was. Yes. It's the, the, the body with the cherry t- uh, tree. So it's oh, like, cool. she is the, the nature one. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I can't wait to look at that again now that I know the story behind it. Okay. Do you ever get stuck or unmotivated? And you talked about this a little bit. How do you handle that? Do you push through or take a break? No, but because like, I I really do what I preach. So I chill. (laughs) I do not, I do not force (laughs) myself. And because, especially because I had burnout. So, and the funny thing is like, I, I talk about it a lot. Like, when I'm not in the mood, I'm always asking myself, what do I want to do? And sometimes when I'm like, when I'm allowing myself to to chill and be lazy, I'm like, okay, you're lazy, let's be lazy. And then I'm like, but I'm bored. What do I want to do? I'm like, okay, then I can work. Because the funny <laughs> thing is like, as soon as you allow yourself to be what you want to be and feel what you want to feel, it goes away very quickly. And you don't want to be lazy anymore. You just, if you just allow yourself, you're like, well, I don't want to be lazy. I just want to do something. Okay. But what do you want to do? Okay. I can do that. So I'm okay. always like, I'm having those conversations with myself and I kind of go with the flow. <laughs> That's great. Okay. You, that reminds me, you talk about the hard work myth that, that goes right along with your hard work myth. Tell us about that. Yeah, because as I said, like we we really need to have balance because if we always because at the end of the day, like we're not machines, we will always get burned out and we do not get rewarded for for working hard. Right. So the thing is, like when I was working hard, it was like, oh, how great you are. Then you have more work. So it's like, what is your what is your reward? What are you? working for like the validation but then you're just drowning and once again having that balance because what are you achieving for what are you working hard for and going back going even more deeper I don't believe that our value as human beings is attached to our uh, work and to our looks it is energy This is something I really realized lately is because we always exchange energy. And if you are overworked and bitter, nobody wants to do anything with you anyway. That's true. You're just digging your own grave. So when you're thinking you're working hard, all you do is just push everything away from you. Yeah. So true. We just dig a hole bigger, deeper and deeper. Um, 
okay i'm looking at my question trying to see if we've already talked about this um you say that one of our biggest mistakes is being cut off from our feminine energy um and you mean men too right yes definitely yeah yeah because like once once again we have both types so like i see our body as being a vessel and it's an expression but we all have that feminine and masculine and going back again like when you really talk about what femininity is and what masculinity is so we all have that ability and maybe if you look look more like general maybe like men have more of the masculine maybe women have more of that feminine but not always we can still see that some individuals are more inclined to the feminine and some more inclined to the masculine but at the end of the day having too much of one energy type is not healthy for anybody because either one, like if you have too much of the feminine, you will be lazy. You're always like in the receiving mode. You're not in the mood to do anything. And that's not sustainable. And that's not healthy. Right. And having too much of the masculine, you will be burnt out overachiever. It's the one who's always like, let me just do and push and push and push and push. And then you're just so exhausted that you can barely get out of bed. And those are like two contrasts. Yes. So, of course, we all have them and knowing and respecting them instead of shaming one another to be like, oh, you're so this or you're so that. Instead of being like, if, instead of looking at those two energy types and see the value and the power they both bring and utilizing them and respecting them and having them in every individual, it would be so empowering. Yes. Okay, what makes you feel successful? Freedom and time to be ability to do whatever I want to do. That is truly successful me. That's beautiful. I love that. That's so it's so true. Yeah. Freedom and time. Yes. That's that's like we had um a rare free weekend this weekend. It's always just go go go. And it was just the best feeling to know that we had just mm. freedom and time. So yeah, you nailed it. Um, okay. Some people see money as succeeding or not. And you talked about something I thought was just beautiful. You talked about um, it not being that, but as you see good happening to you, you expect more good things to happen to you. Am I saying that right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm, not 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 quite not not really um you were saying that um as you see good things happening to you you expect more good things to happen to you mm. I just thought that was beautiful yeah I think I think it's the mind shift yeah because when you see good you think good because like <clears throat> Once again, like I talk about this a lot, is that we live in the world filled of duality, mm. just as we have the masculine and the feminine, but we also have love and fear. So it depends on what you tap tapped into. You mm. can be tapped in, in love and fear at the same time. So when you are loving and you think everything's going to be great, you will see everything's going to be great because you confirm that belief. You will see like, because that's what you focus on, because right the world it is it just is it had it because we need to have the contrast just as we have light we have shadow we have day we have night so life it is and what you focus you will see more of so if you focus on how how many things you receive and how supported you are and have how loved, loved you are you will feel that and you will attract that because you will act that you will be also a kind and supportive person. But if you are focused on the other, you will see more of that and you will give that and you will confirm yourself. So at the end of the day, what you think, you're always right because you will see signs from the world that confirms your beliefs. Oh my goodness, I love that. That's so true. And I think we all know people that only see the negative and look for the negative and and they get the negative. Um. 
okay, do you travel with your art or do shows or sell it yourself? How do you promote your art? For now, I have done some interviews about me. I have done some exhibitions. Uh, and I will also have a virtual exhibition at the end of this week, which is really excited. So it, the, the theme is goddesses, which nice. feels really cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that that is all. But also, like, I have started just, I started seriously in September um yeah so like six months ago so that's a lot for six months <laughs> that is a lot you've come a long way I, I love your your Instagram feed I love looking at your art and your your motivations um your messages okay do you 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 since it's only been six months you may not have this do you have any client stories good bad or ugly <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have testimonials so yes. I have yeah so for now I made one sale which I'm very proud of I'm super yes. happy <laughs> and uh, it was it was received very well then so it was as expected so it was a print of my original painting and the quality was very good. The, the brush strokes really resembled the original piece. Uh, delivery was also great. And for me, because for me, like it is really important that everything goes well. So I'm always like checking back to my customers and I want to see that they're supporting, they're taking care of. So she said that the delivery for me was amazing. She got the print, like she's super happy. But I also had some giveaways as well because I want to share my art and want people to enjoy my art, of course. And all of them who received, because they, uh, the winners had the opportunity to choose their own print. It was mm -hmm. a medium-sized print, which one you you like. And this is so funny. I start to see a pattern. Like there's a lot of people who really like my intuition piece. It's the one with the fancies yes yeah so there's several that that chose that one uh, but they were also very happy with the print the delivery there was no issues whatsoever so for now it's have been very good very good that's great to yeah hear. okay do you have artists that you look up to yes so my like i remember when i was a kid like my absolutely favorite artist was Salvador Dali. I loved yeah. him so much. And because maybe I'm so much into symbolism and I like the weirdness. I like, mm -hmm. I like the colors. I like the blending of the colors. I like that you make question and, and, and think about it. So he is like, when I was younger, I was like completely amazed by yes. his work. But now, um, as, as I mentioned before, I like a lot uh, Talia Stanton. I like her collage um, work that she does. And she was my biggest inspiration to, to start painting again because she was an example that is doable and it's achievable. And I also like her expression because she also had... A very soft, very feminine expressions there, like um, body parts of, of women and lips. And for me, like also being working with makeup, it's very pleasing for me and flowers. So I just sure. like, I love it. <laughs> love okay, we'll include some of that in our photos as well. Um, I'd love to see her work. I don't know who that is. Um, do you have a muse or a cheerleader, someone in your corner that spurs you on? I, I like... I thought of that actually and yes like I have I'm so grateful uh, I loved your questions that you prepared me with and uh, because I start to do introspection and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed to have family and friends that that cheering on me and and want the best of me and but I also have one of my friends she is my closest friends, but also we are so similar. But like we can talk for three hours because we're both into spirituality and it's the same language and she we have the same values and beliefs. And she's also interested in starting her own business. So because we are so 
connected in that in in the in the same story so we are we really hype each other up so i have i would say like she is my <laughs> number one fan but i have a lot of number one fans as That's well great. So, yeah. That's great. Um okay, do you have advice for your younger self? Yes. And this is what we talked about um and this is why also like my message for the people is once again is look within and don't attach so much value on the external validation to to listen to your inner voice and that you are valuable as you are because at the end of the day it is your energy it it is not your looks and it's not your your work it is your energy so take care of that that's so true when 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 you just like they say you may not remember what is the expression i'm going to mess it up now I know what I'm thinking, um, but you're, what impacts you is how someone makes you feel when you yes. walk away, not yes. the looks. It, it really is the energy that, that you get from talking to someone. Um, okay. What do you dream for your future? What do you hope will be your reality in a few years? Oh, travel, travel. For me, I am, um, I would love to start making money off my art. I would love to see that people resonate with my message, that they enjoy uh, my art and they want to buy my art. So, of course, that. But also, I want to travel more and I uh, want to build a community from, from my message and having more collaborations and for me like this is what I see like support fun warmth just like this is how I see life when people are just having fun I believe in that to to support each other and uplift each other and we can exchange strengths how every, every person is just helping another person we all grow together and we just just having a blast. <laughs> yeah, we really can build each other up. Okay, you mentioned, I, I was going to ask, do you have any events or shows coming up? Tell me more about the Goddesses show that you have coming up. Yeah, so it's a virtual exhibition. Uh, it, it is actually my first one. I never had a virtual exhibition before, which is really exciting. It starts on the 23rd, 23rd February, yeah. And it is on Goddess Goddesses Arts Magazine. I think I'm not quite sure of the name. I think it's called like that. Goddesses Art Mag. I think it's called. And that is another thing that is very interesting because I was referred to that. Another artist sent me the the link and was like, "Oh, I thought of of your art." And just to see like this. To, to really start seeing all the signs and all the support because this is a sign. This is a support to, oh, look, you fit here and I thought of you. So this is also like a small sign from the universe that you're on the right path, you should be doing. So this is so important to see all, the, all of those things. It's not always about the money, but it's like but other opportunities coming into your life. So I applied for it and I never done something like that and I was sitting and I was following the rules and I had to do the artist statements and I'm like what is an artist statement how do yeah. I do that <laughs> so I was so nervous but I did follow all the steps and just like one one day after I was accepted it's like we love your message and and we love your art and it fits and it's just amazing and it was the same thing like when I was reaching out to you. I was so uncomfortable. It was like Lennon, Lennon's <laughs> workshop. I had to do like a homework to start to reach out to people. And that's funny. Like when you start to reach out and tell about your thing, a lot of like people get back and resonate. And that was also like confirmation, like I'm doing something right. Yeah. So, and it gives me energy to continue doing because I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I think I'm on the right track. <laughs> yeah, it it does. The universe will tell you 
that you're on the right track. And it, it's amazing. I started my first series lately and it's, um, I was so afraid to share it. It's just like everything you're saying. I was so worried about the judgment and, um, Instead, I've gotten messages from friends recommending me for exhibits or sending me a resource photo or, you know, thought of you. So I thought, oh, my gosh, I think I I hit a nerve or something because people are it's resonating with people and they're reaching out. So I love that. OK, before we go, let's find out all the ways people can find you. I know you have an Instagram and tell tell them how they can find you on Instagram. Yeah, so on Instagram, it is my last name. It's sulga.art. And it's the same also on uh, Facebook and on TikTok. And there I have uh, a link that is connected to all my links because for now I'm having an Etsy shop. And it's also sulga. But the Etsy, I can't have any space or anything. So it's just sulga art together. On, on the Etsy shop but if you just go to my Instagram page I have one link with all links and all all information which is easy and, and there as well I also have my free digital oracle deck that is available to everyone who wants to connect with their with their inner voice awesome I'm writing all that down okay well thank you so much for joining me today it was such a treat no, thank you. You too. Like I, I hope it it went well. Because it <laughs> I wasn't rambling too much. Not at all. Not at all. It was so interesting. Okay, don't forget to go to the Instagram or Facebook for it, the Heart of Art podcast, to see pictures of what we talked about, links to Lena and her work. You'd be helping us both if you follow our accounts and continue to spread the word. Let us know what spoke to you this episode on our social media. Thanks for listening. Now go do something creative today.